Hyperspace, that hidden highway connecting the infinite roadside attractions and rest stops of reality. But what strange craft is this? And why is it parked out here in the swirling chaos at a discreet distance from the Hadron Bunker? Eli, are you sure we're at a discreet distance? Because I really don't... Telling you, Paul, we're fine. Our distance is discreet. Besides, we're still cloaked, right? Of course we're cloaked. A simple vehicular appearance manipulation. I have a degree in this, Eli. Really? And I just allowed myself to forget? You updated it, right? Of course I did. You'd think I'd allow us to sit here in hyperspace, looking like a chemical-free compositing toilet at a free festival? Hardly. Ah, oh, I love stakeout missions, Eli. I really do. Oh, a stakeout mission. Madam, I am staking you out. Stop, Paul. Well, mission accomplished. I've got a splitting headache. Congratulations, you're officially worse than a free festival. Ugh, the lower planes, the crap. Even their hyperspace is crap. Just manifesting down here is crap. This assignment is crap. We're paradimensionals, Paul. We're made for better things, not this crap. Well, at least I was. I feel like I'm walking through soup. Ooh, yeah, soup would be really good. What's your favourite soup? Did I not just tell you to shut up? No, you didn't. You told me to stop my stakeout roleplay, which I think is unfair because in reality it was actually quite a good look. Okay, how about this? We make this Rift Cruiser a no-pull-talking utter bollocks zone. Well, that doesn't seem very equitable. And anyway, this might not be crap. From the trig intel, this Oppenheimer group and their Hadron Rift sounds pretty interesting. I bet they think it does. Anyway, Hadron Rift? Obnoxious. I mean, how many rifts have you seen in your career, right? I've lost count myself. Absolutely nothing special. And have you heard their podcast? It's abysmal. Well, no, I haven't heard their podcast, but they're just starting out. Really? Ask these lower dim life forms to make a good podcast. It's like asking slugs. To make a good podcast? To do something unslug-like? Don't you have paperwork to fill out? Ah, there you are, you little bastard. Ooh, the entity. Yeah, just like Command said, a malevolent, spectral, self-replicating, electro-binary mind form. Oh, a sentient virus. Oh, I love those. So nasty and potentially lethal. No shit. Normally, Command wouldn't give two craps about an 8-bit computer virus, but this one's been augmented, using a combination of black magic and super science. Oh, brilliant. So what are we waiting for? This is our big break, Eli. I've just serviced the Trans-Ephemeral Malicious Code Extractor, and I've been itching to bust a bad guy with that. Because, you know, busted makes me feel good, Eli. Lovely. Busted makes me feel good. Yeah, lovely. Unfortunately, this one's too deep for a simple extraction, so you may sheath your much-loved Trans-Ephemeral Malicious Code Extractor. Oh, really? Never get to use my Trans-Ephemeral Malicious Code Extractor. Oh, that's what I've been saying. Looks like I'll just be activating a neurophysical electroconverter remotely. Remotely? And here's the kicker. I guess Simmons did the install yesterday. Uh, Simmons. Yep. Golden boy of the transdimensional trick. Dick. A stealth install? Well, we could have done that. Right? Well, anyway, we're to use the electroconverter on one of these poor bunker-bound dims. Mike, I guess his name is, and sent him into the machine as live bait to flush out the video nasty. Oh, poor Dim. Jesus, Paul, he's just a Dim. We'll electroconvert him in, 
flush out the virus, take it back to command, and maybe even get a promotion out of it. And this Mike guy will be fine. Assuming he survives. In the year 2008, in a secret underground lab beneath the Large Hadron Collider, Dr. Oppenheimer Valdini was experimenting with a way to weaponize the so-called Hadron Effect and create the most destructive force ever known to mankind. A freak accident caused the Hadron weapon to misfire, tearing a rift in the fabric of space-time, remaking our world and the parallel timelines of the multiverse into an infinite succession of horrors. Mike Wilkinson, IT guy by day and indie filmmaker by night, was snatched from his world and thrust into a terrifying dimension of madness and pseudoscience. Now, Oppenheimer and Mike roam the multiverse, chronicling the end of all that is, desperately trying to find a way to heal the rift and restore order to the timelines, the only way they know how, by hosting a podcast. Hadron Gospel Hour, Episode 12, written by Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin. Starring Michael McQuilkin, Richard Wentworth, Lisa McQuilkin, Michael Atkinson, and Kevin Harrington. With special guests, Phoebe Angle, Sean Carter, Katie Falvey, Paul Gannon, Stephen Lyon, Eli Silverman, and Rebecca White. With additional sketch material by Katie Falvey. And now, the hour has arrived. Hadron Gospel Hour! Well, Michael, it's about time you got your own room, and this old deep storage unit fits the bill nicely, right? I definitely appreciate it, Doc. <sighs> Quiet place to chill out is just what I need. Although a little help moving all this junk out of here would be nice. Nonsense, Michael. Were I to join you in the trenches, as it were, who would remain above the fray to survey the work and keep an eye on the big picture? Oh, oh, and be careful with that box, Michael. I might use that equipment again someday. Duly noted. Ah, just look at all the exposed pipes down here, Michael. Your room will be very chic indeed. Can't talk. Lifting. But yeah, very chic. <sighs> just needs a duck phone and a race car bed. Oh, a race car bed? Be sure to take some before and afters, Mike. Will do, Cyrus. If I could just reach my utility belt. Now, Cyrus, please don't distract Michael and I from our work. Here. Our work? Ugh. Jeez, Doc, you've really got a ow nerve. Come now, Michael. Quit clowning around. No, it's it's real. My my back. I think I might have. Ah. Well, whatever you do, be careful. That particular box contains bricks from the original Super Collider in Waxahachie. Those bricks carry a lot of emotional weight for me. You don't say. You know where I'm going to put them? Ah! Losing balance. Watch out, Michael. My Micronauts collection. Sorry, Doc. Ah! Can't hold on to a box of sentimentally charged bricks. Oh, I'm going to drop it. Michael, be careful. Hey, guys. Did you know there's a porta potty floating outside the bunker? It's at a discreet distance, but... Funk, help! Whoa there, Miguelito. I got that. Huh. Well, the way you were straining, I thought it'd be heavier. I mean, gee, this is some heavy cargo. <laughs> you okay there, amigo? Yeah. Thanks, Funk. For your timely appearance and your considerate weight bluffage. Yeah, no problem, Mike. My downtime is equal parts memorizing the encyclopedia, bedazzling blazers, and doing isometric exercises. And I know not everyone has that luxury. Hey, looks like I wasn't in time to save the Micronauts, though. Well, perhaps this will serve as a lesson for all those who attempt the lazy man's load. Baron Kaz has totaled. Higsby! Yes, Doctor? God, Jesus, Higsby! Oh, hello, Mike. 
Commander Funk? Hey, Higsby. Sup, Particle Man? Higsby, can you use your quantum powers to reconstitute these damaged Micronauts? Why, of course, Doctor. My probability field allows me to perform all manner of miraculous feats. Yes, excellent. Would you, then? Would I? <laughs> I assumed you were making a comical request to illustrate the absurdity of asking a quantum entity to perform such a menial operation, which would have been very humorous. But you are serious, which I find even more humorous. Often humor. This pleases me. Hmm. I will reconstitute the Micronauts. So, looks like you're getting your own pad, Mike. Very groovy. You guys need a hand getting everything shipshape? Maybe some help putting up the beaded curtain? No, no, that, that won't be necessary, Commander. Michael and I have everything under- Yeah, Funk. Uh, that'd be great. Thanks. You know I'd help if I could too, Mike. Right? I sure do, buddy. Poor guy. So, Doc, Mike. Where do you want this box of bricks, oh, anyway? Uh, yes, of course. You can put it in the Dord storage alcove off of Hallway C. Your hiding closet. Got it. Actually, it's not a closet. It, it's a... It's a closet. Oh, hi, Commander Fung. Cyrus, Ashley, excuse me, guys. Uh, sorry, gotta, you know, bricks, helping Oppenheimer and Mike. You know. That's fine, Commander. Jeez, what a blowhard. Who, Commander Funk? Come on, Cyrus. You know he means well. Programmer knows where we'd be without his help. I guess you're right, Ashley. Besides, my hallway hasn't been this busy since before the Hadron Blast. Kinda nice. You know? I'm glad, Cyrus. I'll admit, it's a little strange to have Mike off on his own down there in the storage room. I mean, that unit is so old. I don't have any sensors or intercom in there. It feels so... Cut off. Ah, you gotta miss some Ashley. Me? Oh no 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 no. I meant that he will probably be lonely. That's all. Uh huh. Oh, I get it. Mike and Ashley sitting in a train. <laughs> Stop. All right, beds in, workstation set up. My Daniel Cohen books finally have a home. Vectrex shrine, respectfully but tastefully arranged. Things are looking good. Thanks again, Funk. Yes, Commander Funk. We were really flagging there until you came along. Oh, it's nothing, my righteous brothers. Any good doobie, brothers, would help his brother set up his chambers, brothers. Being shacked up in a break room smothers, brothers. And when I aims to help, I always hit high marks, brothers. I will always be around when you cool freaks need a funky hand. So saith your parallel protecting prime mover, baby. Solar brother number one. The effervescent and restorative Commander Funk! Funk! Oh, hey guys, you're here. Right on. They've been practicing. Good kids. Well, gotta hit the rift. Remember to keep those chakras aligned. Well, hold on, Funk. Why did you come by in the first place? Couldn't have been to save me from throwing out my back. Oh, yeah, Mike. I almost forgot. I wanted to let you guys know I'm gonna be away for a few days. Helping Thor clear some trees in his backyard. He's putting in a sweet jacuzzi. Well, all right, guys. Be safe, and don't have too much fun in that swinging new party pad, Mike. Funk? Such an... Interesting fellow, that Commander Funk. Nice guy, too. Oh, crap. We forgot to take out that thing in the corner. What the hell is that? Oh, that? Uh, just a coin-operated electronic entertainment cabinet. Wow! Let me see that. Let's just get this desk Whoa! Star Nasty! You've got a Star Nasty game? You've had a Star Nasty game in here and you didn't tell me. Jeez. Looks brand new. Star Nasty. I believe it's called Starnasty, Michael. I'm pretty sure it's Starnasty. Starnasty isn't even a word. Well, that certainly didn't stop the makers of Galaxian. Galaxian? 
or Gallagher. Gallagher. Look at you painting broad, brutal strokes of pronunciation like some linguistic Bill Sinkiewicz. Sinkevich. So why is it down here, then? Well, to be honest, I'd forgotten about the game completely, Michael. I bought it in the early days of the Hadron Weapon experiments to give my colleagues something to do in their downtime, but productivity suffered and I had it moved down here into dead storage. Speaking of which, I hear that thing is a beast to move, so I'm afraid that without Commander Funk's help, it will have to remain here for the time being. Oh, hell yeah! This suddenly became the most awesome room in the bunker. Hey, Ashley! All right, she's not routed in here. You ever play it, Doc? Well, a little, yes. I found it a bit too engrossing, actually. I was quite happy to be rid of it. I never want to sacrifice intellect for hand-eye coordination, Michael. Leave that to the worker drones, I say. Hmm, right. Well, this worker drone hasn't played Star Nasty since... Star Nasty? Nope. I haven't played Star Nasty since my dad took me to the old go-kart track on Route 38 as a kid. They had an amazing arcade there, tons of great games. But this one... This one had something special. Oh, it had something special, all right. A primitive voice synthesis chip hurling horrific invective at the player, an absolutely terrifying antagonist, and nearly impossible gameplay. Yeah, it was really difficult, right? Jesus, I dumped so many quarters into this game. And yeah, it scared the crap out of me, waiting for Star Nasty to finally come after you. And if you didn't have your star bombs all mined in time, you were toast. And that scream! <sighs> Quite right, Michael. Addictive psychological torture in glorious 8-bit graphics. Well... Help me get the dust cover back on, and I'll see myself Wait, out. Wait, you're not going to play it? Absolutely not. I've lost half my day to this moving nonsense, and I need to get back to the podcast. But I suppose you're welcome to play, as long as it doesn't affect your productivity. My product... You know what? Never mind. Let me plug this thing in. Oh man, listen to that! Been a long time, you sweet, sweet, low-resolution ear candy. I am hungry. I can feel my PTSD returning. Yes, excellent. Okay, Paul, we're up. Righty-dokey, skip bloke. Prime the electro-converter, Paul. Priming the electro-converter, Captain. Priming the electro- Yeah, Paul, Paul. Stop with the voice. Electro-converter prime. Okay, Troy, legendary super warrior of the terrestrial resistance. Let's take down the oppressive Star Nasty regime. Star Nasty. Do you even remember how to play? Ah, it's like riding a bike, right? Battle the drone guards, mine for star bombs, void identifiers. Oh, crap. You, you got a quarter, Doc? Activate importation unit on my mark. What? Uh, oh, yes, of course. Here you go. I just did laundry. Thanks. All right, here we go. How about global nuclear war? Now, Paul. Activating. What? Michael! Michael! You're being scanned into the video game! Well, this is taking In the year 2008, in the secret underground lab. Excuse me? Hello? What? Uh, we, we did that already. Oh, sorry. Uh, quite all right. I've been there. It appears that Mike is being scanned into the video game. Yes, that's exactly what it looks like. My data also confirms this, Doctor. Right, I, I understand. Sounds like a good explanation to me, too, guys. Yes, well, I'm so glad we're all on the same page. So, what do we do about it? Any ideas? Higsby and I have formulated a possible solution, Doctor. But it is not optimal. Oh? Do tell. Well, Doctor, I may be able to insert an instance of myself into the game and attempt to retrieve Mike, but... What is it, Higsby? Well, the primitive binary nature of the video game's chipset would require me to drastically reduce my quantum capabilities. Something I've never attempted before. It will almost certainly be uncomfortable, and perhaps even 
painful for me. Well, that's settled then. Higsby will enter the game and retrieve Michael. Problem solved. Come on. That's not really? cool, Doc. No, no. Dr. Oppenheimer is right. It's the only option to save Mike. I will enter the game. Excellent. Shall we proceed then? Well, Doctor, we should probably wait until the scan is complete. If we interrupt the process before Michael is fully scanned, it could corrupt Michael's... Well, his file. Which would likely be fatal. <sighs> Good point. Well, uh, how much time is left in the process? I'd estimate about 10 or 15 minutes. Really? <sighs> oh well, okay then. I'm going to get back to work on the podcast and screen some tales from the Hadron Rift. Alert me when this dazzling special effects set piece from 1982 is finished. Jeez, what a jerk! I know, right? Thanks so much for being so nice to me, Marge. It's always so hard to start a new job, especially when there's so many other things going on in my life. No, I hope everything's okay. How did your last doctor's appointment go? It was okay. Things are good so far, so fingers crossed. Well, I'm pulling for you, and so will everyone else. We've got ourselves a good group of people here, very caring. And if you ever need it, they're good listeners. Well, thanks. That's so sweet. I'm really enjoying it here so far. Hi, ladies. How goes it? Fern, I hope you aren't being scared off by all of us. No worries, Joni. I was just telling her what a nice group of people we have here. Aw, we try. And we're so happy to have you here. Mark! Mark! Just who I was looking for. Oh my god, did you see it last night? Oh my god, of course I saw it. How could I miss oh, it? No, here we go. Get ready for All About Darkness Falls. Oh, Marge, you're so silly. I just need to see if he saw it. I can't not ask. That would be rude. Oh, and speaking of rude, where are my manners? Mark, this is Fern. Fern is our little newbie in accounting. We're showing her the ropes. Hi, Fern. How's it going? You're lucky to be working with these two crazy ladies. They're a hoot and a half. Hi, it's so nice to meet you. Johnny and Marge are just so sweet. They've been great about getting me settled, and... And and we're so happy to see you, and it's just awesome that you're here. So, Marky, Darkness Falls. Oh, my God. Fern, sweetie, don't mind her. They're just obsessed with that show. Oh, um, I haven't really seen it too much. What's it about? Oh, my God, seriously? It's like the best thing ever. Oh, my God, where do I start? Start with Hector Von Bingen. That's where I'd start. Oh, you. Well, there's his family in New England, and the father is Hector Von Bingen, and he's just to die for. So Hector comes to New England, and he's just... Just, Wait, but uh, you have to mention Priscilla. Priscilla is just amazing. She's like every awesome person ever rolled into one. Yes! Priscilla is to die for. Remember that time that she went to Japan and became a ninja? And then came back and was so bent on revenge that she didn't realize that she was getting revenge on her sister, who had faked her death two years before and ran off with Hector's brother Salvatore, who was the CEO of that corporation? Oh my god, right. He, he was the CEO of Bingen Industries, who had created that chemical that spilled into the groundwater of Shadowbrook Estates. And then Melody's baby, Carolyn Marie, got that disease from it. And then Melody swore she'd get even, because Carolyn Marie was one of them test tube babies, and she'd waited so long to get pregnant. And after she had that horseback riding accident with Ronaldo, and Ronaldo had to go get help, and then he got lost and got hit in the head and got amnesia and went off with that goddamn tramp Cecile. But then later Cecile found out about Melody and swore revenge on Ronaldo? And he died and it was so sad because despite the whole Cecile thing, he was just so amazing. So amazing. I can't believe you haven't seen the show. What kind of TV do you like to watch? Well, you know, I haven't really watched too much TV lately. I've kind of been focused on my life and my health right now. Yeah, Fern has a lot going on right now, so... I don't think TV is a focus. Oh my gosh. Wow, Fern, that must be tough. I hope things are okay. But seriously, last night, the part where it turns out that Jean-Philippe was really married to Chantel. Oh my god, I thought I was going to die. I mean, Chantel is such a bitch. She's really changed since she left the convent. You'd think almost being a nun would make you a good person, but I guess not, based on that bitch. Wait, wait, you forgot the part when Ronaldo got dumped by Bryce, who was then shot by the Countess for stealing the elixir. Um, I thought Ronaldo was with 
Cecile. Oh, he's totally bi, and Bryce is so much better than Melody. But didn't he die? I know, crazy, right? But it was really Ronaldo's twin with Melody and that whole stupid Cecile thing. And the real Ronaldo was being kept in a prison by his father, Hector's brother, who then let him go to get his revenge on his brother because he had been betrayed by him when he tried to take control of the family's chilla farming business. And then Hector's crazy, crazy bitch ex-wife was determined to stop him from getting control of her fashion, fashion empire, empire, which he created completely from scratch after he dumped her while she was pregnant. So she was at Fashion, fashion week, week in Bulgaria and hooked up with Matthias, who later turns out to be ninja the ninja master, master to train Priscilla. So she's determined to keep her empire and turns to Matthias because it turns out that he knows about the elixir, elixir as well, and had hired Bryce, Bryce, who didn't know that Matthias also had a crush on him, and it felt that way for like forever. forever. Hmm. A Japanese ninja master named Matthias? It was so insane. So good, and so insane. Did you see the preview for next week where Kirby goes to audition for USA Dance So Good and runs into his ex, Wilhelmina, and then finds out that she was faking her pregnancy? And she's been working with Melody all along while Melody thought she was poisoning Carolyn Marie even more. She turns out she had developed a serum she thought would help her until she could get her hands in the elixir. But did you read the spoiler for two episodes from now? La 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 I can't hear you. I said this was a spoiler-free zone. Okay, tell me. <laughs> it is... Insane. They're saying that Pablo is coming back and is going to use Olivia's honor stallion training he got in Brazil to challenge Crystal for the head of the stable. Get the funk out. Oh my god, I can't wait. Fern, seriously, you need to watch this. It's on streaming. You could like totally pick it up in like a week. Um, okay. I have a lot of appointments with some specialists this month, but I'll try to squeeze it. Totally, you should do it. In a week you'll be up to speed. I mean, it's just, it's just TV. This is taking a while. Oh, there we go. Now, where the hell am I? You, program, halt. This area is forbidden. Yeah, halt. Jesus. Uh, okay, fellas, I'm moving along. Remain stationary or be down res. Yeah. <laughs> okay, guys. No need to down res, if that's a thing. All right, laughing boy. What are you doing out here in the forbidden area? Well, I, uh... Answer the query. Ow! Hey, listen, I'm not trying to- Don't backtalk me, program. Maybe downrising is too good for this one. Maybe we ought to take you straight to he who hungers. Yeah, feed him to the master. Now, guys, isn't there some way we could just- Get down, fellow program. I'll take care of these drone guards. Hey, idiots. Why don't you pick on someone your own file size? What? It's Troy. What? The great Troy? Did I lag? Oh, I will enjoy destroying the bonded leader of the terrestrial resistance. It's nice to have ambitious goals, Drone, but maybe you should break them down into smaller, more manageable tests of change with measurable outcomes in order to- Troy! Troy! Be careful! You don't want to lose the element of sub- uh, Oh, Jesus, Troy. Okay, uh, give me your plasma, Frisbee. I'll take care of this. Come on, robo-dweebs. Let's dance. Woof! Well, that was fun. Thanks, babe. I owe you one. Add it to the list, hun. Just... Can we agree to think first, throw plasma frisbees later? Hold on a minute, guys. Troy, drone guards... Holy crap, I'm inside the game! Inside... the game? What are you, some kind of philosophy subroutine? Uh... I've got a question then, philosopher. What if the bacteria on us were really little tiny people? And what if we were, like, just bacteria on some giant person? Well... And what if those giant people were just bacteria on even larger... Sorry to interrupt the bong rep monologue, guys, but if the drone guards are around, the identifiers won't be far behind. We should get a move on before they get here. Philosopher. 
You look like you have no love for he who hungers. We could use another program to help mine star bombs. You coming with? I don't know. Maybe I should try to get better. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm in. Jeez, this is an impressive mining operation you've got here. How many, uh, programs do you have here in the Resistance? Uh, let me think. You know, I'd have to look at the... Just under 300 last headcount. You should have seen this place before the infected one got here. We were a million strong. Yeah, we were rocking back then. You know that tune from Iron Eagle? But yeah, since the infected one's arrival, he who hunger has become way more powerful. Things are looking pretty grim. But you know, our greatest weakness lies in giving up. The most certain way to succeed is to try just one more time. Nice. Thomas Edison, right? I don't know who that is. But you know the soundtrack to Iron Eagle. Oh, Felgerkarp, I've got to go. Giving a pep talk to the guys before the big bombing raid tonight. See you in a bit, babe. Sure, hon. Go fire him up. Later, philosopher. Down with he who hungers. Down with he who hungers. Um, <clears throat> uh, <clears throat> down with he who hungers. Troy's a good guy. Happy fighter, but he believes in the cause. He's like the main character in the game, right? Man, you with the philosophy. Yeah, he's the main character in the game. You really kicked ass out there with those guards, though. Aw, thanks. That's really nice of you to say. So, why aren't you the leader? Troy's a good cheerleader, you know? He gives good speeches, he's photogenic, people just believe in him. And he's a guy. I mean, it's cool. I'm, I'm, I'm cool with it. Maybe in generations to come, people will be more comfortable with a strong female heroine. You'd like to think so. I mean, it'd be nice to be on the posters. Sure. I took a motivational speaking course a while back. It, it's not my thing. I'm not really a talker, you know? I'm more of a doer. Seems like there's a lot to do around here, that's for sure. You're not kidding, philosopher. Hey, you want to see how much? Follow me. Uh, not sure I... Follow me! Okay! Yeah, he's not going to make it out of there. Oh, you think? I mean, that's too bad. He seems like a really nice guy, and she's pretty radical. Oh, what do you think's happening in the lab? Well, it couldn't possibly be more riveting than this. Ashley, what's our status? My senses indicate that Mike is fully intact, and that so far, praise the programmer, he is safe. Yeah, praise the programmer! Our only hope is to keep him safe whilst Higsby searches for him inside of Starnesty. So I will play the game from here, and I'll try to keep the game on its heels. Higsby, are you ready for insertion? I think so, Doctor. Yes. Yes, I am ready. I wish there were more we could do, Doctor. As do I, Ashley. Rest assured, though, friends. We will retrieve Michael. Dead or alive. Uh... That's the spirit, Doc. Positive visualization. You know, one time when I was taking my waking midterm, I visualized myself naked, which was funny, because I actually was naked. That's not very reassuring, is it? Or entertaining. You good back there? You're not gonna puke, are you? Well, I might. But this jet is amazing. Look at all these glowing controls. Don't touch anything. Right. Um, it's a smooth ride. Well, I'm the best pilot in the fleet, so... Of course. Up here. Watch your step, philosopher. Since the affected one arrived... When you die around here, you die. No regeneration. Game over. Ah, well, I guess that explains why you're down to 300. Just be careful. Okay, here we are. Take a look across the valley. But keep your head low. Wouldn't want an identifier to spot us. Okay, what do you want me to see? 
Holy crap! Star Nasty! That thing is enormous! Yeah, he's kind of a big deal. He's gonna be the size of a planet! That face! Jesus. Is the infected one that big? Don't know. No one's ever seen him. Nobody who's lived anyway. Hey, you gonna be okay? You're looking a little pale. No, no, I'm fine. I'll, I'll be fine. I just... I guess the only way out is through. Nice. Looks like you got a little fight in you after all. Good. You're gonna need it. Alright. Let's get back to the fighter. The rest of the fleet will be here soon. Sid! Sid! Are you there? Troy! Ambush! They're attacking the base! Couldn't get any fighters off! There's too many of them, Sid! W what about you? Are you okay? Me? Oh, I'm fine, hon. I found a doored storage alcove, and I'm holed up in there. But the fleet! Babe, you're the only fighter we've got left! Just remember, leadership is a potent combination of strategy and character. But if you must be without one, be without strategy. Norman Schwarzkopf. Who said that, Ivy? Okay. Stay where you are, Troy. I'll come get you after, uh, After I end things once and for all. But baby, you can't! You're- Troy? Okay, philosopher, get in. We've got a date with that gigantic, skull-faced, spiky-headed, intergalactic asshole. Sounds like... fun. Ashley, any word from Higsby since he inserted himself into the game? Negative, Doctor. Hmm, not good. Listen, I'm playing this infernal game as well as I can, but it seems much harder than it used to be. Blast! And I'm running low on quarters. Please let me know the moment you hear from Higsby. Of course, Doctor. Stay focused, Doc. You know, when I used to play Tetris, I'd need, like, total silence if I wanted. Duly noted, Cyrus. Oh, blast! I need more quarters. Well, it's just you and me now, Philosopher. You're gonna have to do a little shooting. You good with that? Uh, sure. I mean, hopefully it'll all come back to me. It's been a while since I played. Right. The game. Never gets old. Well, it's no game now, Philosopher. So here's the plan. Hopefully most of the enemy fighters and identifiers are still at the ambush, leaving he who hungers unguarded. That gives us a chance to get in there, do a little damage before we bite it. A slim chance, but that's what we've got. Let's see. A slim chance to do some damage before we die. That's a great plan. Glad you think so. No, see, I don't... I, I don't think So that. listen. Really important. Fire the lasers all you want, but don't use the star bomb until we get real close. Otherwise, it's a waste, and we really can't afford that right now. Get it? Got it. Good. Uh-oh, we've got company. Enemy squad Looks like not everyone went to the surprise party. Woohoo! Alright, looks like these clowns are still lousy pilots. Pfft, clones. You okay back there? A little nauseous, but no, I'm good. I am hungry. Crap! Flee, Howard. Crap, crap, crap! I live. <laughs> Keep it together, man. Oh, oh, Looks like geez. he's fully operational. We're only gonna have one chance to- Damn! I beam! We're hit! Blast it! My controls are fried! What have you got? Uh, mine are still working, I think. Hooey! This is actually kind of fun! Responsive, huh? Okay, philosopher, you got this. Evade those I-beams! Freeze frame high five cassette. Troy got it for me. But good luck. That work for you? Yeah, that works. Okay, Mike. 
You can do it! Yeah, good flying, philosopher. Okay, this next part's gonna be a little harder. Yeah? You're gonna have to get us closer. What? No way. That thing is... And we're... I just need a second to think. It's the only way. My people are all downrest, philosopher. We're all they have left. We've got to make this right. You're right. Okay. Starting my approach. Use the force, Mike. Who the developer is that? Higsby! Is that... Are you real? Yes, Mike. Sorry, but I couldn't resist using a line from that hilarious romantic comedy to announce my presence. Boy, am I glad to hear your voice. Say... Is there something you can do to help me defeat Star Nasty? I'm afraid not, Mike. My powers are greatly diminished. It took me forever to figure out a way to manifest here inside the game. I ended up routing myself through the voice synthesis chip. It is very primitive in here, Mike. I'm very sorry. Boson sadness? Boson sadness. It displeases me. Ah, that's okay. At least it's nice to have a friend around. You know, in, in case... 30 seconds to impact. Really not a good time for a reunion with a disembodied voice philosopher. Sid? Honey? Troy? Yeah, babe, I just want to let you know I'm okay. Looks like the drones have... That's great, Troy. You know, hon, I- I'm kind of in the middle of something. Can you call back, okay? What? Oh. Oh, yeah. Okay. Right. Sorry, hon. Just wanted to... Bye, Troy. Okay, philosopher, 15 seconds to contact. Get the star bomb ready. Uh, okay. Higsby... Can't you think of anything? Well, there's one thought that occurred to me, but I'm not sure if I trust the workings of my consciousness at this low resolution. I'll take it. What is it, Higsby? Well, it appears that the least shielded part of the Starnesty complex may in fact be the part that is the most dangerous and terrifying. His mouth. His mouth? Are you kidding? No, philosopher. He's right. Everyone always evades the mouth, but no one's ever tried flying directly into it. Your bit is a genius. This pleases me. Okay. Five seconds to impact. Aim us for the mouth. Cripes. Alright. Star bomb ready. Impact in three, two, one. Drop up! We did it! Stardusty is destroyed! But I can't see the ship. Oh, what's this? I've never seen this character before. Actually, I know. We must get Michael out of there now. Oh, Lords of Light, where is Higsby? Uh, uh, excuse me a moment. Sorry, can through? I'm sorry, what? To the side, sir. Well, I'll give it to you, Paul. Good call on the extractor. See, I can do shit. Don't push it. Excuse me, but but who? Hello, I'm Paul. This is Eli. We're patrolmen of the transdimensional trig. Now, uh, just give us a second. No names, Paul. Well, this is highly irregular, right? <laughs> okay, units attached. Ready? Ready, Ready to, to go. go. Ready to go. Ha, 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 Oh, God, he's annoying. All right, let's do it. <laughs> well, there it is. Busted. Oh, yeah. And you know what? Sure enough, the act of busting has made me feel good. But Michael, and and Higsby? Your mates? The ones in the game? Oh, well. One of two things will happen. Now that the virus is out of the game, the game should heal itself and expunge all foreign bodies, resulting in either your pals being sent back here, or... Or? Deleted. Well, how long would it take? Do I look like a fracking post-video insertion reconstruction specialist to you? Well, I, I'm not sure what one of those would look like, so it's difficult Could to... Could be hours, days, or even... Ah! Oh, moments. Oh, 
Oh, well, there you go. Where? Oh, wow. Hey, Doc. That was odd. Welcome back, Michael. Higsby. You sure had us worried. So glad you're back, Mike. And Higsby. Yay! you're all right. Thanks, guys. We just defeated Star Nasty. Star Nasty? No, I think he's right. I think it is Star Nasty. What are you on about, Paul? It's Star Nasty. No, that's not even a word. That's what I've been saying. Uh, sorry, uh, who are you guys? I'm Paul. This is Eli. No names, Paul. God, you idiot. <laughs> nice to meet you guys. Well, anyway, I was saying goodbye to Sid after we destroyed Star Nasty. She was going to go look for Troy. He was caught in the ambush at the Resistance base, but we think he's okay. And y you know what? Now I sound like a crazy person. Well, you were trapped inside a video game all afternoon. I I'd cut yourself some slack. I think this calls for a hot, delicious cup of manual coffee. Gentlemen, can I interest you in a cup of hot, delicious manual coffee? Ooh, coffee? Oh yeah, that'd be really nice. No, sorry. We really need to get going. Oh, come on, Eli. Just one cup. I mean, these guys at least deserve to know who put the virus in there in the first place, don't you? No, think? they don't. And we really shouldn't be telling them about things like that. The virus? Who? The Omega virus. It was in the game with you. Really? Yeesh. I know. So, uh, Paul, who put the Omega virus in the game? Well... Our report from Trade Command doesn't say the guy's name, but from the description, he's a quantum occultist. Sound familiar? Barry Starr. Right, Michael. Oh, I knew that magician had it in for us. Oh, well then I guess that's the guy. Anyhow, I think you deserve to know after what we put you through. Wait, after what you put us through? Paul, the longer we hang around here, the greater the chances that... Another strange humanoid is materialising! Crap. Another one? Oh, no, Eli. It's... Simmons. No names, guys. Jeez. A couple of ace trig patrolmen like you should remember that little incredibly important rule. Along with that old chestnut no direct manifestation to inhabitants of lower dimensions. I mean, that's fieldwork 101, right? What else have you wickedly brilliant and charismatic operatives told them? Ooh, well. You know what, guys? I think I know you two well enough. Excuse me, but what exactly are you- Trick Command is not going to be pleased. Michael, is he ignoring me? Sure looks like it, Doc. Did you at least acquire the specimen? The specimen? Oh, no, uh, the virus. Oh yeah, we busted it good. If it wasn't for us, in fact, it would Well, look at that. See? You two aren't a total waste. So I presume you faxed in the V9823B form before apprehending the, the entity? form V2B... Well... Crap, Paul, I told you... Oh, guys, 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 paperwork. Gotta fax that form. Gotta dot those I's or you'll lose the credit. Oh, well, I mean, it's too late now. Shame, really, this little operation would have earned you some nice points with command. You know, you're making it very hard for me to keep pulling for you guys. Simmons, you are so full of Excuse shit. Excuse me, please. I demand to know the nature of your- <laughs> Oh, almost forgot about the lower dims. They're so easy to miss. Like little dollies, aren't they? Dolly men. Like they're not real. Hello, little dims. Simmons is just having a big boy talk with his silly, ridiculous, incompetent associates. Remain in your current positions. That's right. Stay. Stay. Good little dims. Are you gonna let him talk to us like that, Doc? Absolutely not, Michael. I'm not going to stand for this. It's extremely rude. All right, then. Eli? Paul? You've dropped the ball here. I'm not gonna mince my words. It's very disappointing. Knob. Big knob. So, here's what we'll do. 
You'll hand over the virus. That's right. Extremely rude. With a smile now. Oh. Oh. bugger, isn't he? So, now I'll exercise the Exeter Protocol. Exeter Protocol. We'll I'm get sorry, you what? two crack commandos to your next assignment. And even though it breaks my heart to do it, I'll bring this lovely prize to command. There, I will bask in the platitudes of my superiors, but I will do so with the secret, secret knowledge that some small part of that glory should be yours. Exeter Protocol. Oh, come on, Simmons, that's not fair. Unfortunately, I'll have to report your indiscretions to Trig Command, so Exeter Protocol. your next assignment will undoubtedly not be pretty. Maybe even, dare I say, crap. Exeter Protocol. Probably involving data entry. We're finally getting around to digitizing our paper records. There are trillions. You are an unbelievable wank. Hold on a second. Exeter Protocol, what, what's that? He's gonna wipe your mind. Yeah, sorry guys. I mean, good luck with everything. Precious. You guys. Okay, Dims. Stand still. Or don't it. Doesn't matter. No way. You just can't barge in here. Guns blazing Later with- days, uh, and just. Uh, Doc? Higsby? Yes, Michael? Why are you standing in my room? Um. Um. I, I, uh, I don't really know, actually. Sleepwalking? And what about you? Were you, uh, sleep standing or something? Jeez, this is weird. Lost time? Like in the Betty and Barney Hill incident? Hmm. No, no, Michael. That that explanation is far too outlandish. You were probably up all night with that Starnesty game. Well, I'm exhausted, and my thumb is killing Looks me. Looks like gamer's thumb to me. Mike, Dr. Oppenheimer, are you okay? Hey, Ashley. Uh, yeah, we're okay. I think. Why? I don't know. I, I feel like I've been reset. Although my system maintenance record indicates nothing. I just... Are you sure you're okay? Yeah, Ashley. Just exhausted, maybe. But okay. Thanks, Ash. Okay, Mike. I too am exhausted. Night, Higsby. Well, I second that emoticon. Off to bed for me. Sweet dreams in your new sanctum, Michael. Thanks, Doc. Uh, hey, Ashley? Yes, Mike? Would you mind reading me a story? For some reason, I feel wired, and maybe just hearing a voice would help me get to sleep. Of course, Mike. Do you have any preferences? Can you search for the keywords, um, indescribable longing? Sure, Mike. Searching. I lived long enough to see the cure for death, to see the rise of the Bitchune Society, to learn ten languages, to realize my boyhood dream of taking up residence in Disney World, to see the death of the workplace, and of work. Mike? Good night, Mike. Hadron Gospel Hour was written and produced by Richard Wentworth and Michael McQuilkin with production assistance from Tim Conway, Kevin Harrington, Sam Cusick, Katie Falvey, and Rebecca White. Special thanks to Wendy McLean, Chris Pochstees, Bob at Wilson Signs, Geek Comedy Night, Kamikaze, The Geekatorium, Unseen Comedy, and the Boston Button Factory. Be sure to rate and review us at iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. And we'll see you in a couple of weeks with the brand new installment of Hadron Gospel Hour. <laughs>